0: Welcome back, everyone. It is the last episode of uh Big Twenty Twenty Two, our uh, our debut year for the Shouting Around Podcast. And uh we'd like to say a big thank you for you all for sticking with us and uh and tuning in every every step fortnightly of the way. Tuesday. What? Every step of the way. They've and
1: supported way. us.
0: Yeah. Um so a big thank you to you guys. And uh we've got a Little special episode today. Um, it's a bit of kind of mash up, a bit of a mash up, a bit of a summary episode to start. Kind of just giving you a bit of a rundown of a uh, of just some of our probably top moments and kind of reflecting on the year is probably a good way to put it. And uh, and then we bring on John from uh, the Breakthrough Men's Mental Health Research Foundation. Uh, we talked a bit. Of, uh, we talk a bit to him about. What he does And uh, And then we give you Kind of a bit of an insight About a big event We've got Coming up Which you can hear all about In the back end of this episode But uh, Don't wait too long Let's cue the music And let's go
1: Well, has. We were probably sitting here let's call it six months ago. Just recording our pilot episode.
0: Yeah, what are we in? We're in. Maybe start not of six, December? maybe
1: like five. Yeah. We got what? About six, seven or eight episodes out now. Shit, reckon, I'd have to look. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. So we're sitting roughly. here on the back of that. Um it's a bit weird to say that we've done that much since it feels like we're doing it for Five minutes?
0: Yeah, it flew pretty quick in the end. Um, I remember early on, I just really wanted to get new guests on, like, really quickly. And we had a lot lined up, and I was really keen to, like, get them. But they seemed really far away, but in literally no time. uh, We've sat down with a fair few different guests now and... Fair some few relationships different and connections. Exactly. And, um, yeah, it flew by, as time always does.
1: Really? We've had, what, I'm going to get a list up of the guests... Yeah, uh, let's have a let look. We go
0: to Spotify.
1: Yeah, that's cool. We're on Spotify.
0: Quick reminder: all episodes on Spotify and Apple yeah. Podcasts now as well. So
1: we got Pilot on the 25th of July. Now, then South Ave, Tildes, Harry Holland, Jared, outdated, ORTC Will Day, be the one, Triple H.
0: Pretty good combo. If and you now ask this me. one, and then a massive 2023 to come. A massive. Is a. Is a fair weekend? Have we talked about Melbourne? We yeah, have. We we've have talked about a bit with, so with Triple H. So yeah, uh, we will be making the way over to Melbourne in uh, February next year, and uh, we've got a fair few guests lined up for that. Uh, it's really good for us if we can reach kind of a new market, and as you know, Adelaide is more interesting people. Exactly, Adelaide is pretty small, um, so this will allow us to yeah go out there get some nice get some, some bread yeah some sick brands some sick people. Yeah, can't course, wait for you guys to hear it. all that, or well, we
1: can't wait to record it first.
0: Exactly, let's get that done first.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, getting a bit onto a bit of a review of the year, has started us off in fine fashion. Um, just talked about each guest, but then you took the lead on this and we sort of put it all together, the first round, the little lover boy party.
0: Exactly. So, of course, we've kind of stuck pretty consistent. Um With the way we've done stuff this year, um, just kind of punched out fortnightly episodes. Tried to kind of add little content things in um, to kind of help mix it up. Like we started doing some quick fire questions and a few things like that at the end of episodes. And we did do a few cool different stuff. Like we did the double episode with Triple H where we sat down on theirs, which was cool. Because we were finally the ones being interviewed, not the other way around. Um, But then of course we ran our first party first round, which is absolutely dope. Um, shout out to the Boy guys We've talked about this a lot on yeah, air already Massive um, But great fun time Sick night Kind of house party vibes from back in the day So really appreciate you all coming out for that And there will be a lot of similar stuff like that coming up um, 2023 I so. is, I think is a big planned year In terms of getting guests But of course events too And uh, like you're in the back end of this episode uh, The big run we're organising charity run, Yeah for Breakthrough yeah. So we'll get that we'll get that done and push that hard and we'd really appreciate everyone um putting in a bit to help us fundraise, but anything is much appreciated. Um but then yeah, more events like first round. I think second round's definitely on the horizon in no time.
1: Yeah, well it's just about my buy, so might even have to call it Trav's Shout. No, people <laughs> think I'm shouting, so fuck that. Um Make it your birthday party. No, let's not do that. My twenty first party at Loverboy and everyone can buy a ticket. Yeah. Four <laughs> people. <laughs> um, and then we obviously Talking about starting to create a bit more content Back end, we uh, filmed a few episodes Thanks to Be The One For really kicking that off for us Something we'd talked about a bit But
0: hadn't really got into And I reckon it's just opened up so many more avenues for us It is uh, in the social media space Like, Of course we aren't recording And filming the whole episode Through just yet um, That is probably definitely something we could look at And uh, looking to take our episodes to YouTube um, But yeah, to really just be able to, for me, like edit and make some of the reels we've been putting out, I feel it just gives viewers a lot better kind of lead up hype. Um, they're really able to visualise and kind of see how we record and some of the little moments from the episode, able to take those grabs out and uh, put them in to start with, which is, which yeah, love it. Yeah, exactly.
1: And then we'll get on to the 2023 plans some of the stuff we got going on. So we've got the charity run, which everyone will hear about in just a minute with John and everything that Breakthrough is about and everything that we're about with Breakthrough and keen to do a lot of work with them. Um, and then we got Melbourne, potentially another party, and then all our Adelaide based guests. Well, I think I worked it out we'll have 26 27 episodes plus maybe a few bonuses here and there. Yeah. So that's a pretty good year lined up for us. We uh we haven't really got through fully to the planning
0: stage yet, but we've been no, a few we'll things in talks. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll be um we'll stick with the fortnightly uploads. I think it's really worked well for Trav and I think also the listeners um weekly We've discussed this before, but it's kind of hard. To it's kind not of, a full-time job, so. Yeah, like, we've still got work and stuff, and it's hard to be able to find a time to record once a week on average to be able to get episodes out weekly. Um, but I think the fortnightly works really well, and who knows, we might change up the way episodes are done next year. Um, we're just going to have to wait and see. Uh, we might add in some more little stuff, but you never know.
1: Yeah, if you if you got any ideas of people we should have on, us up, please let us know. We always. always love to know what you guys want. It's not always about what we want.
0: Yeah, we don't have that many booked in in the leader. We always do, but there's uh yeah, time moves fast and like we said, in no time we've smashed out all the guests yeah. we've had.
1: I got a little question for you, Haz. It's not on here, but favorite moment on the podcast so far? Favorite moment. Like was there a discussion, a
0: conversation you had that you was just you're like, Yeah, here we go. Mm, it's hard to find a favourite moment. One thing that does pop to mind was I like I liked getting out of the stu- studio to record. Um we've obviously had a few different locations we recorded with Triple H at Goody Saints Footy Club, we went with O R T C at their HQ. We uh and we sat down with Jared at Westminster and that last one there is probably the one that really stands out, well, um, up watching of, out over the oval. Yeah, we slit, we just set up a table, watched out out of the oval. Um, yeah, and me and Trav hadn't been back at the school for a little bit, um, so that was really good. It was a nice day. I just remember that, and it's always great having a chat with Jared. Shout out to him and HBC and his new training center that is uh that's coming along really nicely. So then, how about you for you, Trav? What's your favorite moment this year?
1: Probably week? sitting down with Daisy. And chatting about all things Hawthorne, that sort of tickled my fancy. <laughs> just being a Hawks man myself for so long. Something pretty cool. But then yeah, I know it's a tough one. Every every episode's had its moment. Every guest, every even just you and me going to the med for coffee and <laughs> catch up and a We'll be there business right back after this. Business meeting. Business but week. we don't really chat business. That's just yeah, it's that sort of stuff that's fun.
0: But Oh yeah. Um and I bet that would have been great for you talking to Will, um, obviously was. a big Hawthorne fan and uh um, yeah, you didn't really know him much growing up. No, nah, I started to get to know him. get to, and get to know started him. Started now. playing AFL I guess, which yeah.
1: is sort of weird to think that as the more famous he got, the more me and his paths crossed. Not that I'm famous, but <laughs> just the way it is, I guess. Yeah.
0: And uh, and how do you think um you've changed uh since we started, like with guests were you kind of a bit more nervous at the start but now you feel a bit more comfortable sitting down in the studio with them all
1: yeah i just feel that my speaking skills and my ability to ask more insightful questions and stuff like that has grown which is pretty cool i know it's sort of opened up another potential career path is the old getting behind the microphone and chatting something that I never really thought about something I'd done a little bit of, but not really thought about. What about yourself, Has?
0: Yeah, um, I remember at the start I was kind of shitting it, not like big time, but it, I was just like, wow, we've never like met many of these people. Of course, some we had, um, but to, yeah, really sit down, like, and especially the first few when we were really fresh to recording and uh, we didn't have as much experience with it, and I feel kind of over time we've kind of learned to adapt to being asked different staff or kind of just following the way a conversation goes and being able to react. Like, you know, I I make little edit changes to episodes if we, like, make a small fuck-up or something. But in general, like, some of our episodes have just been the whole way through. Full natural. Yeah, we try and leave it casual. Um, We still, in a sense, follow some ideas, a small (laughs) script, but by no means is it a word-to-word, not even close. Um, But I really think we try and keep it still casual and... Follow along with the way the conversation goes and really what our guests want to talk about. Um, I think that's what's most important. We're just here to kind of guide the conversation and we the people are listening to hear our new guests.
1: And has obviously we sat down with John yesterday and chatted a fair bit about breakthrough and the stuff we're going to do for them. So
0: yeah, so it's probably a good chance to get into that. Um, let's we'll kind of bring it up quickly now and then we'll run yesterday's recording. Um, which really tells you a lot about the charity run we got coming up, and it is our next big event, um, and we want to really push it to give it as much traction as possible. And I think it's got the potential to do that, and it's also going to be a little of a personal challenge for all of us. Um, something like we've done something similar in the past, uh, like we did a year ago. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be good.
1: Good chat, very insightful, and I'm really keen for you guys to hear it. And it's something, it's a sort of a topic and a base that we haven't really hit very often it most of our chats have been fairly light-hearted and this one's very more insightful and in-depth it is i really like the way the conversation goes
0: it was it was really good um by no means it's not too serious at all um but it is really insightful and john tells us about he just what,
1: states the facts really yeah and it hits you between the eyes
0: yeah and you're like shit um and he's got so much experience in the mental health space so we'll we'll run that now so keep listening guys
1: So, John, thank you for joining us. Um, It's great to get someone of a bit of a different variety in than what we normally have. Um, Do you want to tell us a little bit about you? You said you came over from England to Australia, was it 14 years ago, did you say? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, So a bit about you and your time there and what brought you to Australia to start with and then we can get into uh, breakthrough and everything that's about.
2: Yeah, sure, no problem at all. Um, So, yeah, um, we've lived... In Adelaide for the last 14 years. Um, come from the northwest of England, so I'm guessing my accent's the variety for today's show. Um, <laughs> not quite a Manchester accent, not quite a Liverpool accent. It sort of blends in between. Um, and yeah, we came over 14 years ago to sort of get that home work life balance uh, right. Came with my, my wife uh, Claire and uh, our daughter Neve. Uh, so she was 11 at that time. Um, and um, carried on working in the mental health world and um, my whole career has been in mental health so I'm into my 35th year. Um, started off as a mental health nurse and then did my social work and then managed large uh, services over in the UK and then when we came to Adelaide um, I was d- doing some of the project work for mental health reform and then uh, became the sort of uh, exec de- director for mental health services for the south of the city for the clinical services so that was at uh, Repat and Flinders and No Longer and uh, the community teams in between and it was a, a you know a, gr- a great time of change uh, for, for services and um, it was a beautiful opportunity to sort of um, get embedded into driving a change and, and hopefully trying to prove outcomes um, for, for the community um, and the plan was to come and get the work-life balance you know so enjoy the australian lifestyle as well as, as, as work hard um, i did the working hard bit and didn't necessarily get the balance bit right because um, i worked too hard um but then you know coming to australia i mean it's uh, and and, and living in adelaide uh, a lot of people always say to you why would you choose adelaide and my answer to that is why wouldn't you You Mm. know we've got this most livable city in the world apparently Uh, yeah and and beyond you know you've got great balance you've got beautiful scenery beautiful beaches as you go further down the south of the beaches just get even better um you've you've you know got a got a, a a cultural city that's you know comes alive this time of year and, and going back to sleep during the winter times but um, it's just got that beautiful balance to it. Um, I live up in the hills um, and uh, you know my, my drive into work is you know 50 minutes coming through the country uh, before I actually get to the bottom of the freeway and then I crawl along back into the city with everybody else yeah. um, but it's just a beautiful place to live and, and, and why would you want to live here so I think from, from that perspective moving here w- was great from a, f- a family perspective and um, a work uh, opportunity you know um, working in the clinical services for for, for SA Health and then moving across to um, set breakthrough up and um, the last sort of 18 months doing the mental health commissioner role as well so you know it's been a great challenge and, and a change and yeah, lots of work to do.
0: Yeah, so talk us through Breakthrough. So, of course, Travis and I know what Breakthrough is and what we've got coming up with you guys. But, um, yeah, so when did Breakthrough start? And tell us a bit about that.
2: Yeah, so Breakthrough um, so Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation um, is a not-for-profit organisation. Um, our role and function is we are the only standalone foundation that invests into targeted mental health research. That's the primary role and function of what we do. We generate and and support the community to generate funds to actually invest into mental health. Um, And we focus on four key areas, so looking at young people, indigenous mental health, uh, depression um, and said you eat eating disorders, I think I said that twice, did I? Eat, no, no, you Yeah, eating, eating disorders, eating disorders yeah. yeah. And youth, younger people, there you yeah, go. There you go. Um, so we got the, the four targeted areas, um, and um, the way in which we wanted to do that was then to actually invest into South Australian research. We've got incredible researchers here at each of our universities, but also out in uh, Samri as well, um, and looking at trying to drive that change. So we know that one in five people experience a mental health challenge at any one point in their life uh, this year, We know that 45% of us will experience it throughout our lifetime. Um, We lose nine Australians every day to suicide, of which three-quarters of those are men. Um, And those statistics, they're just startling. They don't lie. They don't lie. Um, Behind each one of those statistics, there is a family. There's a loved one, there's a brother, there's a sister, there's a mother, there's a father, there's a friend. Um, And we wanted to make a difference. We wanted to say, well, you know, what happens if we actually started to look at research to drive change, to actually understand some of the triggers, some of those blocks, those barriers. What happens if we could break down some of the stigma that could help people reach out earlier? What happens if we could actually understand the genetics that were actually occurring and then we can make a change to actually look at early intervention and preventative work? Um, And that's what Breakthrough focuses on. So this year we uh, were in a position, we reinvested $1.2 million back into mental health research here in South Australia. Um, We don't get any funding from the state or federal government. Every dollar there is raised by our community, and our community is absolutely incredible. Um, And they do it through in just really inventive ways. So we have um, our corporates that get behind us and provide that corporate investment and corporate support. We have grant writing that we actually do to look at targeted projects. So one of the most successful ones was the the project we've done in partnership with Movember, um, which is actually a half a million dollars investment into... Um, a crisis intervention for first responders and that's in partnership with Flinders University. I think we're only one of three um, Australian projects that were actually successful in the international uh, grants for Movember. Um, through to, you know, looking at younger people, um, primary school education programmes, through to suicide prevention programmes, through to a dialectical behavioural um, programme, which is reteaching us how to manage our emotions and regulate those in when it's looking around suicide risk for younger people. So it's very diverse the work we do um but we just love the fact that one of the primary focus that we we aim for is you know fundraising is a way in which it's actually good for our own mental health and our own well-being it's a great way for uh, looking around you know that whole concept around gratitude and doing something for bigger than ourselves uh, and we know that from a mental health perspective you know that um sense of purpose and sense of belonging being part of something that's bigger than just you is really really positive for our um, sort of well-being so I think that's where it links into you guys and, and, and your want and wish to get behind breakthrough which we're so grateful for um to then look at doing you know a, a fundraising campaign um that brings mates together that shares stories that actually sets a challenge um and ultimately helps fundraise for us to then reinvest into targeted mental health research so beautiful sort of circuit and segue back to each other yeah
0: so that could be a good way to bring it up so part we're bringing on john today to talk about breakthrough but also about to talk about what we've going on got going on coming up with breakthrough so that is a part of shouting around Trav and i are running uh organizing the glenel to and, and running glenel to 2023 which is a little charity run raising money for breakthrough um on january 22nd got breakthrough on board to kind of Help us out a bit with it. Um, and, of course, it's better to have great relationships with the people like John behind Breakthrough so we can uh, maximise all our efforts in fundraising for the run. But, yeah, from Moseley Square to Goolwa Surf Club, I think it's about 92 kilometres. Uh, we've got 16 guys teams on team in teams of three, one of four. Um, but, yeah, some close mates of ours from different parts, so that would be really good. And, we've, yeah, we're hoping to fundraise a lot of money for Breakthrough i think we
1: set the goal at 10k
0: yep 10k to smash that though hoping to smash that
1: we're all breaking up in five kilometer intervals but everyone's going to go through a stage throughout the day of i can't do this and everything like that and i guess in a minute way it might be what some people out there are feeling and it can create conversations and not be able to be related but Might be able to be something that can help support one of those conversations one day.
0: And uh, and we've also got Yerby uh, on board as our drink sponsor. So we are going to, in shouting around fashion, crack that open for today's episode. Yerby energy drink. That's going to be good.
2: How about leg
0: six... Keep the legs moving. Yeah, it's
2: nice that I'll go back for a second.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Um, and then we've also, of course, got Sports Centre on board who are sorting out all our singlets and attire for the day. So thank you to them too. I guess for
1: one of the sixteen, and like you said, I can't remember what the exact stats are, but we lose nine men or nine people every day to suicide.
0: A three quarter of those are male.
1: Yeah, and we got sixteen men there. So statistically speaking especially with just suffering from mental illnesses. Statistically speaking, we're going to be supporting one of the boys there, potentially. Yeah, yeah,
2: especially if you look at if one in five of us are experiencing that mental health challenge, there's there's three of us on that run Mm. that may be experiencing that. And it'd be really interesting if those guys are looking around and wondering, am I the only one?
0: Yeah, and nearly eight of those 16 at some point during their life. Yeah. So just because it might not have been yet or now, never know how it's going to be end up in the future
1: exactly so by doing this run hopefully we're creating a space and some bringing some friendships together and stuff like that that can help people not only just for the runners but for everyone that supports everyone that chips in five bucks skip your coffee for the day make your coffee at home five dollars goes a long way
0: yeah we'll have all the uh, links on all our pages um they're not up just yet of this recording but they will be so go check them all out and we appreciate any support um really thankful for that but uh go help us
1: yeah has did you you've done a bit more of the mapping for the route than me did you want to talk them yeah so
0: to give you a rough idea we're running so glenelg to goor but we're going a little special way we're going down the coast uh pretty much all the way kind of to Cove along the beach yeah and then even further down um kind of down mains road um for those who would know that buddha um that's a lot of a key point that A lot of people know We're going around that way Near the coast uh, And then I think we get down to I think it's Walunga or something yeah. um, And then we kind of turn inland And then we go kind of Straight across down to Victor Harbour And then we run from Victor to Goa For a big main finish With all the boys Which should be a bit of fun
1: Yeah jump straight into the ocean I reckon And straight thinking. into the ocean All run in and just keep running and Swim the to Antarctica Deer in hand or something <laughs> Nope no. so that's something Pretty exciting that we've been Busting to tell people about Yeah Back on you John, i had a few questions I want to ask. Okay. When um did you sort of feel your calling to the mental health industry and why? Cuz obviously Harry and I've got some close connections in that industry and I know why Mum does and you I dare say you and Joe have had that conversation on Of course. Why she goes that way, but what made you what was the big draw card for you to get into that industry?
2: Um It was 35 years ago, so you really Getting me to think back. <laughs> um, I was actually going in the police force and uh, I'd, I'd sort of uh, registered and was going through all that, this sort of inter- interview process for the police force. Um, and then there was, there was a, an incident occurred where um, a young girl um, swallowed a tongue. She'd had, had been out drinking with some friends. She swallowed a tongue. Um, and I just went into this automatic sort of pilot and got into recovery position, managed to remove um, the, the sort of blocked airwaves. Um and and you know basically got a resettled, got the sort of ambulance involved, and you know the, the outcome was a positive outcome for something that might not necessarily have been so. Um, and it's only then uh, after that incident, uh, you know, mums are really smart people, aren't yeah. they? And th- they've obviously plotted our future without actually telling us what the future was. Um, and she just posed that question, you know. Well why don't you actually use your skills in a different way? And, you know, is, is, is the police force the right place for you or where there other things that, you know, you might want to actually look at? Um, which sort of got me thinking a little bit more around, well, actually, you know, what happens if, uh, you know, that caring nature, that compassionate nature I have, um, got to harness that in a, in a diff- very different way. Um, and I didn't want to be a general nurse. Um, yep. And I, um <coughs> I'd always had this real interest around, you know, mental health, well-being, and very predominantly around some of those more complex uh, illnesses, so um, the likes of schizophrenia and bipolar. It's always been something of a great sort of fascination.
1: Sorry to cut in, dare I say that 35 years ago there wouldn't have been the stats and the research that's out now, so there probably was some underlying interest in... How common is it for men to go through this? Yeah, and how common I mean is it for women and what's the difference? And yeah, thir- 35 years th- yeah.
2: ago, we, 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 we looked after um, our mental health challenges in, in large hospitals that we had on the outskirts of the main cities. We normally mm. had a nice big wall around it, and yeah, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a conversation we had with three guys sitting around a table, with of people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so the narratives come on immensely, you know, the, the, the stigma, the discrimination that was historically set. <laughs> started to shift we've still got some of those blocks and some of those barriers you know we're still struggling to reach out in fact i think it's uh, only one in one in two people only reach out you know so there's this half was still not actually getting that support that we, we we really need um so i think yeah it was it was just of that, that sort of fascination and so yeah I, I trained in a large mental health hospital when i started as a nursing but i trained at a time when we were going through the community transition when we were closing large hospitals, when we were reintroducing community support services and looking at uh, more sort of a rehabilitation approaches back in the community and really looking around mental health and the services actually being community-based, which is what it should be.
0: Yeah, and you talked about helping young people with Breakthrough. Can you tell me a bit more about like, what you do, maybe in like, school programs and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, yeah, so we've got two very, sp- well, three specific pieces of work at the moment. So the first one is um, Big Talks for Little People which is a program that um, we've uh, developed in partnership with the Little Heroes Foundation and, and Chris McDermott. yeah and Chris is an incredible guy and we'll, we'll, we'll big him up on the show. you know he', he was an incredible footballer, but in the philanthropic world you couldn't get a man that's actually got a bigger heart. He's, he's absolutely incredible. Um, and we sort of got together with this whole idea of what happens if we could have the mental health conversation with children? What happens if we could get people to children to understand their thoughts, their feelings, their emotions and the challenges that sometimes face that? What happens if we could empower them in some skills? And then what happens if those children went and actually taught us parents all about that? And so, so big talks is based on that. It's it's based on on the concept of understanding thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And um, we've developed um, in partnership um, with Monkey Stack, who are a, a digital animator. They've developed a whole um, set of, of, of children called the Peeps. They're all little aliens, yeah. and, and there's eight of them because there's eight different stories. So they're all unique. Sitting behind them, and is a feeling, and it's a shape that alters and changes because our feelings can often be very different than our behaviours. And the modules have been developed to, to be taught in primary schools, and, and it actually identifies a range of thoughts and feelings that might be associated with anxiety, it might be associated with longer periods of sadness, um, body image, bullying. Um, so, um, and in partnership, the program has been developed by um, Professor Philip Slee at uh, Flinders University, um, and the first ten. Pilot schools um, that w- that ran the program um, showed a twenty five percent reduction in bullying in the schools in those first six modules being shown. Um, they developed two new modules, two new characters, two new children, uh, and they're very very powerful, impactful. There's, there's, there's one where the, where the peep's eating an ice cream, uh, and the ice cream cone um, or the ice cream falls off the cone onto the floor, and the peep bursts into tears. But the feeling behaves differently, it gets angry and it picks the ice cream up and it storms over to the bin and throws it in the bin and it storms off and leaves the peep crying. Um, and we got a phone call from a couple of schools saying, We've just showed this animation today, and um, two children have come to us and said, The ice cream's my dad and I love my dad, but that's what it feels like when he leaves the house on Sunday because mum and dad have just got divorced. So this animation mm. helped a child sort of start to express what they were feeling. And I said, Well, that, that's actually incredible. They said, "Now the incredible thing is that mum and dad got divorced six months ago, and this is the first time the child's spoken about it, and it's you know enabled them to actually open up and start to express what they were going through. Um, but also with the programme, each school then has a friendship bench. and It's a curved bench, yeah. and the aim is that that's the trigger in the school. So if a child's feeling uh, distressed or upset, they go and sit on the bench, and we've basically developed a whole range of little heroes in the playground that go and sit with them and start the conversation. Our aim is, you know, if we teach children to have and be aware of when I'm becoming unwell or when I'm struggling or when I'm distressed, but teach the skills to start that conversation earlier, we know the first responder for a child is the best friend, not the mum, not the dad, not the teacher. It's the yeah. best friend. So let's empower our children to have those skills. So, so that's one of the, the programs. And the second one is, is, is a program I did mention a little bit earlier. Um, it's called uh, DBT. It's Dialectical Behavioral Therapy. This is running um, by the clinicians in, in in the south of the city here at, at um, in the mental health services at Marion, and it's for younger people who have had suicide attempts in their lives um, and have suicidal ideation continually, um, and it's a 26 week program which the younger person and their, one of their parents actually attends. Um, 26 weeks to commit to a program is a big commitment. Um, you know, it's three hours each week. You know, you um, but. What we're finding is is that the outcomes from the program are just far outweighing the commitment time that people are actually putting in. We're not seeing anybody dropping out of the program. Mm. We get to watch the graduations of, of students as they come through. Um, and there was a beautiful uh, graduation a few weeks ago where one of the dads was sharing the story, saying, you know, for the first four weeks, I've been coming to this program with my daughter, and she's been written writing in the book that, that this program's rubbish, not going to happen, it's not going to change anything. And he said... Week six, seven, uh, when I was at home, she was like saying, "I'll oh, stop using that DBT stuff on me. It's not going to work. It's not going to change. And he said in week eight or nine, I was saying to her, stop using that DBT stuff <laughs> on me. And the change had, had happened. And he said, and here we are graduating today, and I've just looked in her book, and she said, I don't want this to end. Um, and then the, his daughter s- stands up and says, you know, I, I felt that the world would be a better place without me. I felt I actually had no, no hope, and I actually didn't have a future. Now me and my dad have learned this new skill, which we're sharing in the family. I've learned how to sort of regulate my emotions, how to communicate it. There are still challenges, but I've got new skills to be able to do things. She said, "Now I'm actually looking around. What is my future? Where do I actually go? I'd love to go to university. We're exploring different courses." So she said, "I've gone from 26 weeks ago thinking the world would be a better place without me to me now looking at where's my place in the future and what am I going to achieve." That
1: must be so for you one of the most rewarding feelings, knowing that you put this program in place, or you and Breakthrough put this program in place, that she's now saved her life.
2: It's, it's, it's incredible. In a but sense. In a sense, but we're a small part of that. So we're yep. a part of the, the funding that sits behind it. We're a part of the empowering uh, clinicians to do their brilliant jobs. You know, Susan Num and her clinical team, that's where the magic takes place. They are incredible, incredible clinicians. That if I was feeling distressed, I'd feel safe with them field that I could open up that I could actually share what was actually occurring and knowing that they would actually then help shape and guide so we're a small part of that you know again it's another project that's been funded between two charities so Breakthrough and the James and Dana Ramsey Foundation have funded that program uh, and for us it's then evaluating the, the you know with the research that sits behind to measure that impact but you do feel very humble when you actually listen to people sharing that they're very impactful stories um, and then we've just launched a really fun um, project with AFL Max. Um, we've, we've launched Camp Breakthrough, which is a um, an overnight camp for children, um, uh, so with, within schools. And it's based on four sort of modules. So the four quarters of football, but four modules around understanding yourself, understanding mental health, well being, what are the triggers, looking around gratitude, and looking around skills. And, and each of the activities are then aligned into an activity within within the camp. Um, we do a conversation and discussion around looking out for our friends, looking out for our mates and, and, and the support we need to do and what we need to put into place. And then the activity that's aligned to that is they do a wall climb, rock climb, yeah. where you need your mates to catch you if you're going to fall, which are the exact same scenarios if we're going to fall within our own lives. It's lovely to have those mates around us to actually look after mm-hmm. us. Um, so that's um, been been launched uh, a few weeks ago. Um, in, again, another partnership with Variety. Um, has now meant that we can actually fund five uh, disadvantaged schools to actually send their children to the camp um, for the next three years. Uh, and uh, We've got the first five camps filled on, on, on those schools. So again, looking at lots of different ways to normalise the mental health conversation. You know, it's incredible we're sitting around a table talking about mental health. Um, imagine if that was around your dinner table at home. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that was, you know, you know we didn't just ask our, our, our loved ones in the morning, or did you sleep well, what have you got on today? But we actually asked him, "How are you feeling?" Mm. And not being scared of what answer might come back. Um, so a lot of the programs are around driving that change. Um, but then some of the other research then is more in depth. So you know, looking at the, you know the, the, the genetics the, the, and someone's predisposition to developing anorexia—that's above and beyond my head mm. about how our genetics are actually uh, you know showing these links and these connectivities that are actually showing high levels of risk for different cohorts of people. Um, So, yeah, the the, the mental health research world is a fascinating world and and Breakthrough's role and function um, really is to, to, to invest in the research but also tell the story and tell the story of the impact it's actually having.
1: Yeah, well, that gave me a massive look into the organisation and everything and I hope everyone tuning in has really had an eye open on why Harry and I want to support this organisation because of all the amazing things that you guys are able to be heavily involved in and... We'd love to be able to sit there and feel like we've got an involvement in these things happening now, f- especially after the run and after we've supported you guys once. I'm sure that won't be the only time, or only time. I
0: hope we don't. But and I find it very interesting because you made the fact you said about how people don't have these conversations at the dinner table. But I, I also feel it's Maybe Travis and I have been lucky enough with. Your mother, Travis and Joe for me, um, which is a big reason why we chose you guys to fundraise for because we hear a lot about it sometimes at the dinner table um, because it is a part of our lives with the jobs that they and the work they do in that space. So to be able to kind of maybe try and help and make that more of a normality for other families could be uh, could be really good and raise a little bit of money on the way.
2: And it, it, it's, it's an incredible, one, it's an incredible challenge. Um, if looking at it from a, a, a mental health perspective, you know, the fact that you're actually doing something as a whole group is, is absolutely brilliant, you know, that sense of purpose and sense of belonging together to achieve something. Um, we know the positive impacts of physical exercise on our own mental health and well-being, the, the release of endorphins, that feel-good factor. Um, also that, that part of, of, of actually achieving something that's, you know, that challenge, you know, Ninety-two kilometers is, is not a small run. Um, that's two marathons, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, roughly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A bit, bit over. Over. Yeah. Bit bit over yeah, 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 we're
2: yeah, all so going to
1: be doing about thirty k's each,
2: yeah. which nice round number. Yeah. So, nice so, so, that, so, yeah, so, uh, so uh, sooner it's you guys than me, which is great. Um, <laughs> we tried to convince Dane <laughs> to join yeah. us, but he called yeah, well, the uh, little back cards. Oh, so. yeah. no. But then th- th- I'm sure if 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 you are looking for more runners, and and I'm sure there'll be a, a number of people that uh, have historically supported Breakthrough before who are runners that would want to be involved if you, if you wanted to have that extra help.
0: Yeah, and that is the other thing. So we do welcome really anyone who's keen to come join. Um, like we will have the 16 runners, and then the support parents and those helping out. We're going to have a few support uh, vans, is probably what they'll be um but yeah you're welcome to come along um we'll square, up if
1: you want to watch us sail off or yeah. glenelg surf club yeah oh, no
0: galba surf, surf club they're yeah. all geez,
1: it's yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah Mosley square will be kicking off at 6 a.m on jan 22nd so you can come along uh to the start there if you want to come run some little intervals with us come along uh text whoever text us we'll be on our phones and yeah we'll, uh, we'll be getting gives them some updates but if you need a do the rough math calculations for where we might be, put in about yeah. five minute, 30 pace. Yeah, or Nice
1: and slow, maybe <laughs> six, <laughs> seven minutes.
0: Yeah, it will be hilly. But uh yeah, it's going to be a bit of fun and we're really keen to be sort of supporting Breakthrough for this. So we really appreciate you coming in today, John. Oh, yeah.
2: Very well, thank you for doing this for Breakthrough. We're really sort of grateful um. that you wanted to get behind us, especially around that sort of male conversation and trying to break down some of the stigma. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that you're having this run um, it's going to get so many people talking about it and talking about a run leads to the talking about the mental health conversation, which leads to one person reaches out and gets some support when they weren't thinking again it because of they've read about you, heard about you, or even joined you, then that's a great outcome. Isn't
0: exactly. It. it is.
2: Well, thank you. We appreciate yeah. it. Oh, thank you, guys. Thanks.
0: So that was that. I hope you all enjoyed that little bit with John and you got a bit more of an insight about uh, – the clinic to 2023 and breakthrough as a whole and breakthrough as a whole um they're doing brilliant stuff and that was just john but there's so many more people behind the team like zane kirkwood who we've met um and there there'd be many more which we don't even know about but um shout out to those guys um they're doing incredible stuff and people that always doing stuff really not for themselves but helping others always have a lot of respect for i think um it's just a great thing to do and it's like John talks about um, People also get a lot Out of helping others And I think it's one of the best ways To find happiness in yourself
1: So that's been us Shouting around for 2022 Merry Christmas Happy New Year Yeah And see you in 2023 Merry
0: Yeah Thank you guys um, Huge year And uh, bring on 2023 We're We're uh, we're having a little Time off Not really Maybe a month uh, We just kind of Leave Christmas and new Year's to you guys and uh to us as well and to us and uh allow us some time to kind of settle and uh sort some sort the main details out to have us smashing through next year but uh shout out our own podcast be back bigger than ever stronger than ever in 2023. thanks guys